Miller. Welcome to Tiger Turf Talk. We're excited to be partnering with the Toro Company to kick off an all-new summer series focused on their upcoming Grounds Leadership Academy happening in June. Over the next 10 weeks, we will be releasing podcasts following Drew's road trip to Minneapolis and back, where he will be meeting with grounds professionals across the country. Please join us as we talk about their careers, the properties they manage, and their favorite Toro equipment. This episode of Tiger Turf Talk is brought to you by The Toro Company. For over 100 years, the Toro Company has been a leader in innovative solutions for turf maintenance. Through a strong network of professional distributors, Toro proudly offers a wide range of commercial-grade equipment. Visit Toro.com to explore their full lineup of products. Welcome back to the Toro Grounds Leadership Podcast Tour. We are here in St. Louis at the brand new state-of-the-art St. Louis City Soccer Club with the incredible, wonderful, amazing, awesome Maritza Martinez. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Drew. How are you? Uh, you know. I'm... That stereotypical <laughs> the line. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I'm tired. You know, I did nine hours of driving last two days which has been fun but yeah you've been going been moving been moving but it's been fun it's been a lot of great times a lot of great people uh just saw travis yesterday and now here it's uh been an awesome time so obviously you're here on a saturday you know there are a lot of things that go into this job <laughs> there's a lot of things that go into this job um what has it been like you know getting acclimated with mls and everything that entails uh u.s men's soccer teams coming in next week they're just yeah. Craziness everywhere. How has it been sort of getting into it and, you know, being a part of it? Yeah, so we have a pretty solid team, I'd say, here. Um, You're number one in the, in the league, right? I don't know the answer to that currently. We're fluctuating. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, our team's doing great. But this upcoming week we're hosting um, the U.S. Men's National Team. We're hosting the Gold Cup. Um, so things have been a little <laughs> wild, to say the mm-hmm. least, just to make sure we're meeting every specification that we possibly can um, to give our U.S. team, these teams that are coming in from different countries, a great playing surface and an awesome opportunity to play here. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're having a lot of fun. It's a lot of moving parts, of course. Uh, and I'm here on a Saturday mowing to make sure the field looks great. When it comes to grounds maintenance, Toro's Groundsmaster mowers are the preferred choice for professionals who require nothing but the best. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about their Groundsmaster mowers and their entire lineup of commercial equipment. Toro, count on it. Obviously, (laughs) always important to do. Um, There are a lot of things that, you know, we've been able to talk about over the years and everything, and you actually just touched on it. You had a meeting with an organization that's a part of the club, and obviously Julie's here now, one of my students, and now one of yours. What has it been like, you know, sort of discussing this incredible industry and where we are and what we've been able to accomplish and bringing in that next generation? Yeah, so um, a little background for everyone else. I was just telling Drew, yesterday I had the opportunity to speak at one of our sponsorships, um, Worldwide Technology. They had me come out because they brought in a group of teachers from across Missouri and they were introducing them to different industries that related to STEM or that use STEM in some capacity. So um, one of my colleagues, she was going out to talk about the sports industry in a whole general sense and different areas that use STEM. And she asked me, would you mind coming out and speaking about what you do and how STEM impacts your everyday career? 
was like, oh, of course, I'd absolutely love to. So I went out yesterday. It turned out absolutely amazing. Every single person in the room had no idea that our industry was even a thing. Which we all know this. We know that people don't. Unfortunately, know. we know yeah. that you know. But events like this, you know, start the conversation, and I made sure to make a big point about exposure. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the point of the actual, um, I guess, class for teachers <laughs> would be developing curriculum about all of these almost outlier industries that use STEM to tell their students about, and. To my understanding, I got the highest response of people wanting to know how do I develop a curriculum around what you do. Um, so, yeah, super interesting, super awesome to be a part of because it's my day job that got to mix in with something that, of course, Drew and I are both passionate about. 100%. And, you, I mean, you've done that forever, whether that was down in South Carolina with the FFA going and seeing the local school and something like this and then being able to hopefully do it something with uh, your new your new pathway, obviously, congratulations on University of Tennessee, uh, your you. master's and doctorate, hopefully, right? Am one I, day, one yep. day. Shout out Dr. Sorokin. Dr. Sorokin, we love you. <laughs> we love you. Um, what has it been, or what has it meant to you, you know, to really take on that, you know, you had this goal and it was something that you thought you would have to give up in the sense of coming here to St. Louis. What has it been like to be able to you know, accomplished getting into that school, being able to be a part of it and get to the point where, again, you, you always wanted your master's. That's something we've always talked about. And mm-hmm. to see you do that, it just brings so much joy. And it's amazing to see, you know. Well, um, that's a great question. Wow. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. I appreciate you asking it because it just it's, it's a testament to you to how much you pay attention to the people you speak to. I try to. So <clears throat> graduate school has always been a dream of mine. Uh, And then, of course, taking this position, I didn't know if it was going to be as accessible as it was originally. Um, But I came here with the full understanding that I wanted to pursue it. I was going to push for it. And I think it's almost a testament to how much I just refuse to give up. (laughs) That's always great. It's always good to have. Taking a job promotion, uh, different type of scheduling, adding in graduate school. Yeah. you, you sound Why like not? me. Why so, not? Other than the promotion thing. Stop what about it. Dr. Martinez? <laughs> yeah. Dr. Martinez. That could happen. <laughs> I know. I'm My beginning book. <laughs> on to him that... No. We're having a fun time here. Okay. You know. Um, but yeah, Dr. so... I'm really excited uh, to be pursuing my master's currently. So That's incredible. Crossed, it keeps going well. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, do you need a little break? We can check on this. No, that's all, all right. right. Okay. Um, <laughs> with, I mean, you know, Woman in Turf and everything that you guys have accomplished in such a short period of time and trying to create new events in different spaces, but being able to go back to the softball league world series. I mean, the event caused this, you know, Julie's behind the camera right now and here being an intern <laughs> and the guy, the connection you guys made there, you know, what has it been like to, you know, see the growth of that organization and that, you know, just movement in our industry and to be able to, you know, be at the forefront and a leader of it. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I guarantee you if I were to talk to Sun, which is Sun, shout out Sun, saw you a couple of days ago, love you. Yeah, Sun. Um, would say the opposite, you know. Well, um, that's a compliment. Yes. To, thank you, Sun. Thank you, Drew. Um, again, I wouldn't say that, but being a part of it and being able to experience it is pretty amazing. Uh, 
I like to think about the camaraderie that mm -hmm. ended up coming from that event and then the events moving forward. Like, I'm lucky enough to be able to be going to this up-and-coming one this year. Uh, so, very exciting. It's exciting to figure out, of course, like, who's directly in your corner. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think that's something that really showed Case the last event, you know. And are you So, when are you going? Because I, <laughs> I have been told by Liz and then Ju uh, a couple other people, like, Oh, I'm the first half. I'm the second half. I'm, the, I'm like, I don't know who's what, and I I'm going. So I don't know if you I don't know if you knew that, but I am going. I did know that. So I'm the first half. <laughs> dang it. Well. Dang it. My birthday is on the 11th. All right. So yeah, I guess I can I'm, be okay yeah, with it. I'm, I did. I spent my birthday at Little League, which amazing way to spend a birthday. I promise you that. But. I would like to be home this year for my birthday, so I'm going to work the first half. I understand, I understand. And then fly out the night before my birthday. All right. <laughs> we'll have to do our annual uh, Morgan, Leah, and Maritza podcast before you leave. Morgan's not going. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow, Morgan. She we has, just talked the other day. She has a homestand, I believe. Wow. She didn't tell me. Wow. Shout out, Morgan. Yeah, I was trying to go see her, and then things didn't work out, you know, but... It's, it's all right. Yeah. Shout out, Morgan. We're right. We love you. <laughs> Even though you didn't tell me. It's hurtful. It's okay. I'll deal with it. Um, when it comes to the work here, there are so many things that, you know, that we can see that it's just an incredible facility. What was it like to, you know, be a part of the beginning of the facility and sort of looking at all of the, you know, up and coming events, hosting people, concerts, all the, you know, chaos that is our industry. What has it been like, you know, being here in St. Louis? So primarily my background experience is in baseball. You know, oh, yeah. you kind of, everyone knows you you run crazy. Like yep. you work a lot of hours and a lot of long days, but it's enjoyable because you see the product that you receive. Mm -hmm. um, so amazing. But coming here and being able to see an entire facility, stadium, training facilities, the buildings, the way that this team and company is trying to improve the city of St. Louis or just build up the city of St. Louis. Mm -hmm. To say anything but amazing would kind of be a lie. Mm -hmm. um, it's amazing to see just what has become of St. Louis just in the less than a year that I've been here. Um, it's uh, <laughs> People come to the stadium and they're just like big eyes, like, oh, ooh, and ah, and I, I spend every day here, so I, I almost lose that like first time seeing it love, of course. But then I take a moment to step back and I'm like, a year ago, like, this was still being built. This yeah. was not completed. This was not a huge thing that fits over 20,000 people. This was not a staple in now St. Louis's history. This is not, this was not a way that people were being brought together. Yeah. So to be a part of that, a member of that and seeing like history unravel yeah. here, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 for sure. I mean, talking to Julian, seeing, you know, firsthand, whether it's watching a game or something like the culture that's being built here is like, you know, something that's really special, you yeah, know, definitely. and it's what's cool about it. I mean, I have family in the area. So like I, I knew the heartbreak of like the, the Rams leaving yes. and this was sort of the, the coming back of a major league sport for them. Mm -hmm. And it was something that was really cool. And fans have made a point to come out yeah. and just, I mean, it's unbelievable to watch their, their crowds. Yeah. I mean, they put on a party yeah. here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so sort of to that, what is it like sort of been, for you to develop the culture, you know, not just of the ground screw and other things like that, but like the whole, uh, you know, 
front office between, you know, stadium ops, owners, all these different things. What has it been like, you know, being a part of that, you know, infancy really of, you know, of an organization's culture? Yeah. Uh, So I'd say at a lot of facilities, the grounds crew usually doesn't want to be seen. And if you're being sought out, then you've done something wrong or someone's (laughs) upset. You're like, (laughs) I'm not Um, here. I'm not here. Yeah, please don't look in my direction. Don't come to my office. Uh, I hope nothing's wrong. But here, it's pretty much been a change of pace. Mm -hmm. Um, People outwardly try to come see us. They try to speak to us. The players make a point every single day. Hey, how are you doing? How's your day going? Can I help you guys with that? Which is Whoa, Whoa, take a step back. That's like illegal in most never, facilities, right? I've never heard of that before. Um, yeah, people here, it's a different culture because they're taking pride in us as the grounds crew, which is kind of, again, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the ownership here has been pretty nothing but great to us to the point that our CEO and owner, Carolyn, mm-hmm. has decided she wants to be a groundskeeper for a day. Yeah. We were supposed to do it a few weeks ago. The dates got mixed up. We ended up practicing that day so she couldn't come out. But she is literally wanting to That's come out. so awesome. And she's wanting to see about mowing, painting. The things that we do, she wants to be a part of it so mm-hmm. she understands. That's awesome. And, I mean, how many people can say that? Yeah. Not many. No, that's but shout that's out incredible. to Carolyn. It is going to be hot when you finally do make it out say, here. You should look at the forecast <laughs> and pick a you know a lighter you know like seven degree day. It's always no, she's nice. got it. She's got it. She's awesome. Oh no, I'm not saying you don't have it. You know, it's just you know I have sweat on my back. You know, just <laughs> just so you know, you know, um, <laughs> and that's so cool because you know there are owners that we all know in this like industry that don't know who the groundskeeper is. You know, or it's care. like. Exactly. And it's so cool to see that, you know, here for you guys. And it's just awesome. Um, obviously, you know, we were in Greenville when you sort of recruited Julie, you know, to come to St. Louis. Uh, what has it been like having her here and seeing her, you know, in a, in a space that obviously is like professional and with you and with everybody on staff, you know? For me, it's really exciting. I've been excited since Little League at the idea of Julie coming. Um, just to... Uh, to have another female on staff is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to work with Nicole Sheary a couple, whew, a couple Nicole. years ago. Nicole, it's been two years. Craziness. Yeah, but isn't that... That like stuck out to me. Yeah, it stuck <laughs> out to me so much in my career. Yeah. So, And I texted her a couple weeks back, and I was like, I have a female coming to work underneath me, and this is just mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Um. I thanked her. She taught me to mow. I was like, thank you for that, um, because I think it got me to where I am now. So having her come here is almost full circle for me. Yeah. Because, that again, that point in my career sticks out to me so much that I'm hoping that maybe this will be the same for Julie, and I'm really trying, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I like it. It's nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I know she loves you, you know. when it comes to facility wise, you know, there's, I mean, the layout, you know, just being here, seeing it is just so cool and how you guys have it set up. Um, are there any, you know, difficulties when it comes to shade, any other things that you're concerned about when it comes to the stadium versus practice facilities, make sure they play the same. What has it been like, you know, being a part of that, you know, playability in a sense, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So these are brand new fields, and of course, uh, difficulties can arise from just figuring out Mm -hmm. a new field. Yeah. Um, Our stadium field is game on grass, Mm -hmm. whereas 
our uh, practice fields, we laid those and let them grow in. Mm-hmm. So just figuring out the differences back and forth, Josh has been pretty great of his knowledge behind that. Um, it's been pretty awesome to actually like be a part of like trying to learn the differences. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, I mean, they're both used at d- different places. You're going to use them. You need to know the differences. If you're going to use both of them at the same time, you need to know how to keep them pretty uh, equal. Uh, you know. <laughs> um, so we don't, as far as our training facilities, we're both overlooking the training facilities now. Beautiful, um, by the way. Just full open sun. No shade, no issue at all. Uh, we have a little bit during the winter. We have some shade issue in the stadium. Uh, but we overcome that with root zone warming, things like that. So we're pretty much, we're rocking and rolling. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, um, when they built the stadium, was there anything uh, that they were ever concerned about? Because I, I remember talking to Josh a while ago about, like, he was on the ground floor of it. Was there any concerns uh, structurally for anything? Or was the stadium built, you know, in the in the uh, thought of a groundskeeper being involved because in the last <laughs> last few weeks I've learned that a lot of people build stadiums not worrying about the groundskeeper very yeah, much. I, I will say most stadiums are built to just the aesthetics more so than yeah, the functionality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not here for the actual setup of mm-hmm. the stadium being built. It was built when I got here. Gotcha. Um, so as far as like those things, I don't necessarily have a comment to that. Um, but so far, you know, we're in the first year of it actually being completely done, mm-hmm. and we're figuring out kinks, we're figuring out things we love and then we don't like. But no, other than that, it's been pretty awesome, pretty great. And that's awesome. Um, now, this event that I attended up in uh, Minnesota at Toro, there was a lot of discussion about leadership and mentorship and, you know, innovation and things that we have in this industry that are paramount. You know, there are so many things that we have to be aware of. Um, what has it meant for you, you know, being in this space, sort of being a uh, leader and how leadership has impacted you? You know, you're obviously a leader for Julie and everybody on staff, you know. What has it been like, you know, being in that role and how has that sort of impacted how you operate within, you know, the facility? <laughs> sorry. No, <laughs> sorry. you're good. I didn't mean to you're it. good. Um, it's a learning curve mm. for sure. Um, you go from essentially looking, looking towards your supervisors, the people over your managers, um, and they're directly telling you what to do. Whereas in, in this role that I'm in and developing currently, um, it's more of what you need to take a step forward. You need to know what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, know what you're doing, but like, yes, yes, yes. know how to do it, have thought processes of the repercussions that might come if you do it wrong or if you... Let's say I make a decision to put a fertilizer out, which I don't. <laughs> but if I did and it's the wrong thing that we're putting out, well, we could have repercussions from that. Um, so just stepping into the understanding of the negatives that could almost come out of yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I don't have, uh, like if I'm just a general groundskeeper, I don't have my direct supervisor, my manager, and then their boss to be able to kind of pull me out of that. Um, just, yeah, just that learning curve of understanding the steps further for sure um now mentorship you know we've talked a little about nicole and a couple other people for you in your career who are some of those mentors that really you know stick out to you that have you know you ask me this every time i have to and and you you answer the question when you ask me the question (laughs) 
All right, guys. So I guess we're not talking about mentors. It's whatever. Nicole, we're not giving you a shout out anymore. We, we did. You literally said yes. one of your mentors, Nicole. One of, okay. <laughs> Any new mentors since Nicole? How about that question? Well, Drew, I only spoke to you a few months ago. So um, we got a couple months in there. We can figure out a new mentor. So currently, you know, um, in this kind of career, you're always developing relationships with mm-hmm. new people. Um just people that are there for you and have your back of any time you need anything like pick up the phone call me I'm mm. willing to hear you out I'm willing to talk you through it. I'm willing to come to you if you need it uh, so yeah I have some people in my life currently that are developing and I I don't even necessarily mean in the turf grass industry yeah for sure my wife's boss um, that my wife is currently working under a female supervisor Shout out, Aaron. Shout out, Aaron. I don't know you, but no, shout out you. No, you don't, but she's amazing. That's and awesome. And even though she is currently, she's not in my industry, she will never be in my industry, never has been. Mm-hmm. Um, she's someone that I know at any point I'm able to call with any kind of situation. Like, would you be willing to talk me through this? Uh, okay, you've been a supervisor for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on this? Um, how can I approach this? So, yeah, it's it's kind of cool to have somebody almost out of the industry so they can take a look in. Does yeah. that make sense? Is yeah, that no, weird? No, no, I love that. That's, you know, answering a question that I've asked 17 times for you that you gave <laughs> me a I great gave answer. I you a different answer. I know, I appreciate it. <laughs> Shout now, out Aaron Shank. let's flip it out on you. Oh, boy. Who's your mentor? My mentor? Oh, here we go. Yeah, who, who is someone that you look up to that you know at any moment that you could call and they'd be there? Drew. I got a lot. There you go. <laughs> I've got more than a lot, you know. There you go. Dr. Goatley, shout out Dr. Goatley at Tech. Uh, you know, he's been there for me for anything and everything, even past graduation. Uh, my dad, my mom, they're actually here in St. Louis. Love. Yeah. Love that. They, uh, they drove up to Chicago with me. She has a sister in Chicago, so they stayed in Chicago, went out to Minneapolis, and mm-hmm. I swooped back around. They met me in St. Louis. And, nice. Yeah, they helped me with the drive, which is awesome. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of people. And you know, one that I don't talk about a lot, it's sort of as mentors, cause it's a weird sort of concept are my students, you know, yeah. they teach me every single day, something new, whether that's personal or teaching how I need to adapt, how I need to change things. So, you know, but oh, thanks for asking that. me. No, no, no. I mean, I think that should be a point. I think the term mentor, most people conceive it as, oh, it has to be someone that's older than mm-hmm. you or that's been doing it so much longer than you or something like that. But it could be literally someone your age, younger, mm-hmm. yeah. like Leah Morgan, shout out to you guys. Um, our group chat holds a lot of secrets and a lot, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of advice. Now everybody wants to know what is in that group chat. No one will know. <laughs> you but never know. Leah and Morgan are two Morgan, people that I've I got know. money. I know. <laughs> money. No, because she doesn't want her secrets out. Uh, no, Morgan, I'm just, I'm just I totally won't release kidding. yours. Um, just Maritza's and Leah's. <laughs> Leah and Morgan are two people. We're the same age. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're going through our careers at the same time. I was gonna say you're my mentor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I mentor you. You help me with so much in understanding how to operate and how I need to be better. Same for you, buddy. Can we get a fist bump for the camera? Uh, yeah. Into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a valid point to make is that it doesn't have to also necessarily be someone significantly older than you or anything like that. Gotcha. I tell Julie all the time, I'll pay for her lunch or dinner, and I'll be like, oh, you know, when I'm old and feeble, just and you're making all of this money, just you better take pay care her of back, me. Julie. 
was like, just take care of me. She's in the work. She looked me dead in my eyes the other day and was like, Ritza, you're only a few years older than me. And I was like, You better pay her back in her feeble ages. That's what I'm saying. When I'm old and feeble. When she's old and feeble, you better pay her back. (laughs) Take me. That's true. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Just remember that when they're old and feeble. I didn't say six figures. I said no. I didn't. I would love. I mean, that would be awesome. Be but I said just mow grass, grass no figures. other job. I'd put in the best designs anyone's ever seen for six figures. Heck yeah. Me and Maritza on staff. We'll split it. We'll go fifty-fifty, and then win field design of the year every year. Hell yeah. We got this. Liz, Liz came to me. She's like, "Let's do the stars and stripes thing." I was like, "We already won that," and I don't know if we're allowed to do it again. Valid. And. uh she was like, I have an idea. I was like, you know, I have to turn this in like in two days, right? And she's like, oh. And so I sent her the state of Virginia one that we did mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, tiger. I was like, just submit this in your name. And she was like, it's not mine. I'm like, you were there. Stop it. Shout <laughs> out, Liz. Shout out, Liz. She's in Alaska right now. Wow. What part? I went to Alaska. If it's Fairbanks, I think it's I've been Juno there. because her mom's doing a 10K or something. So, okay. Yeah. Not me. No, Mm-mm. couldn't see me running anywhere. You know? I would, no. No, no shot. If I'm running, something's chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> Normally a mower in my case. One of my students, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, just stop. <laughs> um, now, if I, again, I was saying flip it on you, you as a mentor, you know, who are, what are you trying to achieve when you're mentoring someone? You know, it doesn't have to be, again, like a Julie who's the intern here or someone, you know, like you were saying, like you, uh, Leah and uh, Morgan are mentors to you. You're mentors to them. Like, what are you trying to achieve as a mentor, you know, and what is your goal for your mentee when you're trying to, again, help in any way that you can? Yeah, so I think there's, of course, different ways to teach people Mm -hmm. but the overall point is to teach yeah i think we both agree on that definitely Um, definitely there's positive ways to teach and then there's negative ways to teach for me personally um a positive way of teaching only feeds that person more Mm -hmm. i I believe that they're more likely to pour into you as much as you're pouring into them if it's a positive environment that they feel like they can grow in Mm -hmm. it's no different than our grass you know um looking at them like they are a person you know I think a lot of times that gets lost even with interns um just like hey you're here to work for the summer like I I don't know if I'm going to fully develop a relationship with you taking that extra step to do that makes all of the difference um personally I've experienced that I've had people that have poured into me and made a point to let me know that they care and it made every bit of the difference for my career starting out I mean even now um so, yeah, moving forward, that's my biggest thing. It's just making sure that the people that are coming to you willing to learn mm-hmm. um, are finding out that you care about them and that you're willing to teach. Yeah. Yeah, that that's my goal moving forward. It's, pre- it's simple. Yeah. I mean, we can get into, like, technical thoughts of, oh, I'm going to teach you this, this, and this. Uh, that's fine. You know, they might learn those skills. But are they going to learn more from that? Are you going to teach them how to be a manager moving forward? Are you going to yeah. teach them how to manage people? Because let's be honest, the industry is people. We grow grass, but the industry is people. 
you can teach someone to grow grass, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, you know, self-evident that grass is going to grow. <laughs> whether, whether it's the right way or the wrong way, it grows. We, if we're, I think that, I think that means so much to, you know, so many people, like if you're developing a place where people want to be and people want to see success of others, that's where you really are going to capture sort of yes. a, your a, people are going to thrive. Exactly. Cause mm-hmm. they're going to want to either prove themselves to you or, you know, just, you know, live to the standard that they, that, you know, the mentors are setting, you mm-hmm. know, which is awesome. Yep. So that was an awesome response. And also at the point of our industry where we're struggling to keep people in, I think it's more necessary and evident now that we, we need to start taking approaches like this mm-hmm. because we, we need to keep the people that are willing to come in yeah. and we don't need to lose them. We're already losing enough. Yeah. I think it's gone down a lot for those that we're losing, if I'm being honest. And I, unless I'm seeing some missing something, but you know, there was a mass exodus. I think when I when you and I were getting started, you yeah. know, with our internships, it was like, Whoa, where did that person go? Whoa, where Golf. did that person yeah. <laughs> We know well, where they went. Well 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 no, there are some that just left like for completely something completely different. Like I know there was a head groundskeeper in D C he just went and became a, a contractor or something. I was like Okay. Well, I mean, whatever makes you happy, because I'm just going to be totally honest with you. I love what I do, but mm-hmm. if I could be a stay-at-home dog mom, it would be hard Ooh. to turn that down. <laughs> it would be hard. It would be a uh, tough, tough, tough one to, you know, follow. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I miss my dog. I miss little Wrigley. <laughs> um. Shout out Wrigley. Yes, shout out Wrigley. My sister just texted me a picture of her. I'm like, oh. Um. Something that uh, you and I, we actually put in for a uh, presentation. It did not get picked. I'm sorry. No. No. Yeah. I was very annoyed by it, honestly. It would have been a good one. But, SFMA, you might have missed out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Might have missed out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Something that, again, that is completely a huge part about what we do is the association and how we're a part of it and Mm -hmm. how we want to build our industry through it. How has it been for you sort of, you know, being a part of it, seeing it full circle, uh, growing in the fact that, again, now you're a full-time worker in the industry instead of, like, we were interns and then growing up, like, part-time, going full-time, all the craziness that growing is up. life. You the know? growing Stop things. it. I don't want to grow <laughs> up yet. I don't want to grow up. Um, but what has that been like for you and just being a part of SFMA? Um... <laughs> I've got to come up with an answer to that. You're good. Um, I think that I haven't been in the industry too long, um, mm. only a few years. And I think I grew really fast. I've had some pretty awesome people that have come into my path and that mm. were willing, like I said, um, to take the initiative to teach me, but also develop core principles of, hey, this is the type of manager you want to be moving forward. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how you can do that effectively and yeah. ethically, of course. Um, that. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who don't think about the second part. <laughs> and that's, that's true. I'm currently taking um, an ethical leadership course, and it's mind-blowing. I'm reading so much, and it's like, okay, well, these are morals that personally I find are relevant and necessary. But realizing that other people don't, um, and they don't operate off of that is – it's a little mind-blowing, but I think it needs to be maybe talked about more or even approached more often. So, Talking to hopefully a doctor of leadership soon, so all this there is we go. music to my ears. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I grew up pretty quick in mm-hmm. the industry, uh, going from 
I did a lot of internships throughout my undergraduate degree, took my position at the University of South Carolina, and then now here um, as an associate director. Uh, I I think you should maybe ask other people in the industry what they think. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Big jumps. Wow. Um, Yeah, I think people have seen me grow up because at 20 years old, 21 years old, like you're you're an adult, but you're still kind of a kid as far as going into the industry. I was, for sure. Yeah. 100%. And I think I've grown a lot. Jeez. Shout out Julie. I'm getting so old. I know, me too. I'm not old and feeble, like we were saying. Yeah, Julie, take care of us. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's cool to see people, like, that I know that came into the industry around the time I did and watching us kind of grow together and become successful together. So, that's my favorite part so far. Yeah, no, so <laughs> far. I love that, too. Um, anything exciting coming up that you uh, are looking forward to when it comes to the job? Oh, boy. Um... I'm excited for the Women's World Cup. We were able to host them That's a couple awesome. months ago. Uh, we were able to host them here, but I'm excited to see the team that was playing in our stadium uh, make it across, I don't know, whatever you want to say, the oceans, and go play over oh, there. Oh, yeah, they're in uh, Australia and yes. New Zealand? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Sorokin in charge of that, too? He is. You know, say, what's up, Dustin Rogan? <laughs> you know, give me, give me a week over uh, there. Take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, Dr. Sorokin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but that's so cool, you know, to see, you know, a professional team like that, you know, and yeah. just play on your facility and then play at, the, like, the biggest stage, you know. World Cup is crazy, 100%. you know. And if they win? I can be like, they played on my field this the same year that they won the World Cup. <laughs> it's, it's my fault they won. Come Oops. back, you know. <laughs> Come Maybe back I'm and your see good me. Charm. Yeah, take me with you everywhere. <laughs> I can bring my dog. <laughs> um, with your master's, what are you hoping to do with your master's? You know, your research and everything, and in your doctorate, really. <laughs> doctorate one day. Um, so I'm currently uh, pursuing my master's in agricultural leadership, education, and communication. Um, I'm hoping and poking Drew to hopefully help develop uh, some kind of curriculum mm-hmm. that we could get started in a K through 12 type program. Yeah, this is something Doctor Doctor Shrocken and I have kind of like touched base on. Um, so that's kind of in the works. Like everyone, right, cross your fingers. I will hurry up. I will hurry up. Everyone, I'm cross their fingers August. because I'm trying to uh, get this started. But that's something I think that would be really beneficial to our industry. Yeah. Hell yeah. More exposure, of course. French, but yeah. Say it again. We kick ass. Yes, we would. (laughs) Everybody'd be like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme!" I'd be like, "Mm, "Pay me, pay me, pay me." No. Or Tennessee, you know, UT, pay UT, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However that works out. No, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, but, no, I think that's so cool, you know, because uh, you have so many conversations like you did with the organization with all the teachers and everything, and everyone's so excited and like, hey, how can I do this? And, and I send out my curriculum all the time to people everywhere, you know. Um, it's not – it wouldn't. It's, I could make it into something nice with <laughs> with you but it's not like i'm set up in like a canvas course or something well let's build it yeah let's do it okay i'll hurry up i promise yeah, you can do postdoc and i'll do my master's through my uh doctorate 
Mm-hmm. There you go. Big we'll project. Big project. Oh, man. So everybody stay tuned. Stay no tuned. No one take my idea, though, please. If you steal it and I get done and it's coming up somewhere else, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, I'd be really upset. I'd be super. <laughs> we're going to do it anyways. You know, better. Ours is just going to be better. Better. Exactly. And we already have ideas, so nah. Well, what you should know is I'm going to get it approved before this is released. Can't steal it anyway. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> Looks like I'm putting this on the back end of our podcast. It's totally fine, though. You know, I'm fine with it. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, Toro, you know, it's it's it was something special up there. It's definitely something you should look at if you have the time next summer to attend the Grounds Leadership Academy. Um, something that we really talked about was the culture of Toro and the fact that everything that they are putting out, they're triple checking and talking to the customers and making mm-hmm. sure that consumers like you here at the, you know, what's the soccer? The city, the St. Louis City SC. City Park? Yes, okay, City Park. Okay, see? As a, Look at you. Huh. See, I pay attention sometimes. Killing it. People like you and everyone here at City Park, how can we make this better is always what they're looking to do, mm-hmm. right? What was it like, you know, coming into the industry and using Toro products, and maybe what is your favorite Toro product that you've used? Why are you looking confused and scared? That's a big question because now I have to think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now I have to think really in depth. You know? um, anytime I've had the opportunity to use Toro, um, I've never had many complaints of any. Mm-hmm. Uh, they build quality and sound machinery. I definitely stand by that. Um, so I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite, but I don't have a negative thing to say about it. Yeah, which is awesome because, like their slogan, you can count on it. <laughs> I didn't know that was their slogan. Yeah, usually now it says Toro and then count on it right there. Wow. Yeah. And I've counted on it. And it's, it's something good to count on, you know. I would count on it. <laughs> <laughs> we might be having heat strokes. We're going be, a little um, delirious, a little you know. It's warm out here today. It's just a little hot. We're ho- we're looking forward to lunch here in a bit, you know, in the ACA somewhere. <laughs> Maybe some ice cold something, you know. That'd be great. Ice cold Diet Coke. Coca-Cola. Nice. Coca- Anything with ice in it would be That's good. That's it. I went to Peru a couple weeks ago. Just, how was that? Amazing. It was. Um, it looked awesome. It was amazing. Very difficult. So I have three the bulge hike. discs in my lower oh, spine. Oh, no. And I hiked um, oh. the Incan Trail. And I hiked Rainbow Mountain. So the fun fact about Rainbow Mountain is that its peak is the same elevation as Mount Everest's base camp. And I did that. Again, with my bulge discs, I cried when I got to the top because I was so proud. So, and yeah, in a few days, um, I hiked like 40 miles, just unbelievable elevations. But it was the hardest, craziest, and most amazing thing I've ever done. Those are always the things, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, It's just like full cathartic. Just (laughs) no, it it was amazing. and if I ever got the opportunity, I'd probably do it again, which yeah. is crazy. Is there anywhere, th- anywhere else you want to see, though? You know? Oh, where don't I want to see? You're, you're, I want to go everywhere. Well, you need to hook up with my brothers. They'll take you on a world tour. They've been okay. everywhere. There we go. My brother last year, both my brothers went on a trip. Uh, 20 countries in 30 days. I don't know that I could get that time off. No, no, no. I know. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, my wife and I, we have a trip that we're trying to plan um, in about two years to... Hike the Dolomites. 
Yeah. We're big hikers. We enjoy the outdoors, of oh, course. Wow. It's evident from my career and hers. She's a wildlife biologist. Gotta get to the Alps and everything. But, well, yeah, that's hmm. our next one, hopefully. That's awesome. My brothers love hiking, too. Uh, someplace, you know, before two years that I mm-hmm. think you guys would all love, my brother would, like, kill me if I didn't mention this, is Iceland. That's on the list. Like, no, that's going to But happen. it's quick and easy. Yeah. Like, it's a five-hour, well, now that's five-hour, probably seven-hour trip from here on a that's flight. Nothing. Yeah. Quick and easy. Tonight. Okay. <laughs> Let me go on the computer and book the flight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it's, it's like, there's so much to do in, like, such a little space, so you can get it done, like, yeah. in a short period of time, so. Yeah. Again, back to, like, uh, people that have spoken to me about, Optics maybe outside of the everyday mm-hmm. groundskeeping. Yeah. When I was in Baltimore, Nicole's assistant Andrew. That's Andrew what, Kirsch. No. What am I thinking about? Mm. Um, that was something big. Him and his wife do. Gotcha. It's because his, you know his, his season's intense. He works a lot of hours, mm-hmm. a lot of days. But when the season's over, they travel. Yeah. And they they do extensive traveling. And yeah. he was like, you need to prioritize. prioritize Seeing the world outside of just your small world that you work in. Yeah. And so that's something I've fully taken to heart. Um, I'm doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's something that I find beneficial moving forward in my career is just understanding that this is people are going to judge me for this. There's life outside of work. No one's going to judge you for that. Some people might. People might think that, but you're wrong because you do. Like, I mean, if you're if you're so invested in it, was funny. I was. Uh, so we, you know how at the Little League World Series, how Leah was like on our cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was with Joe Hill, her former boss, mm-hmm. two days ago, <laughs> and she got it from him. Nice. And I was like, "All right, Leah, you're you're clear of everything." <laughs> he was like, "I used to have sitting on my nightstand at three a.m. I rolled over and it wasn't on. I'd have to get up and check everything. <laughs> the irrigation. I was like, "Yep, yeah, nope, yep, yeah, nope, 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 nope." Now I see. Now, Leah, Leah. She puts in the work during her season, and then she definitely... She's got I think she practices good. what I'm saying. Yeah. She makes a point to travel. I mean, she came to my wedding across that's the country. Awesome. Just because. That's and it's awesome. something that's absolutely meant the world to me. Uh, so, yeah, that's my probably my biggest advice that you didn't ask for, is that finding that almost balance, like grind when you need to. I was about to ask it, too. Grind yeah. when you need to, but... Make sure that you're realizing there's more to life than that. For sure. Absolutely. Now I'm going to ask it anyways because I want a different piece of <laughs> advice. You know, I always wrap it up on this. And, you know, it's for people like, like Liz and students like mine. From your experience that you've had here and the time since I've last talked to you, <laughs> what would be some advice outside of the having an outside world you know, experience mm-hmm. come the industry? But maybe even not anything to do with this industry. Maybe just like with life, you know, what are some, what is a word of advice that you'd give a kid, you know, just looking to move forward in their lives? I think, uh, I think a lot of times coming into graduating high school, getting into college, starting your career, like so many steps throughout a person's life, you're asked, so what do you want to do? What's your dream? What do you want to be? And, uh, I still don't know the answer to that. <laughs> so I didn't, I haven't known the answer. Um, I think finding it okay that you don't have an answer is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. 
Um, personally with me, when I first started out, again, high school, into college, college, into career, I got asked those questions. I was stressed because I was like, I should know. Like, all of these people know, and I don't. Why am I the only one that doesn't know? Mm-hmm. But the reality is that most people don't. Yeah. Um, so just finding understanding and being okay with letting yourself figure it out, mm-hmm. taking the time to figure it out, yeah. might be my biggest advice. Take your time. I mean, you're going to work almost the rest of your life, and that's Going to daunting. happen. Yeah, yeah, that's daunting to say, but it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. So taking the time to actually figure out what you're passionate about and what you enjoy, whether that be turf grass or, I don't know, studying sea turtles, you know? Like, taking the time to figure that out and enjoying what you do means and makes all the difference. Yeah that's, yeah, that's my biggest advice to younger people coming in or out of college in, or out of high school into college. Yeah. Give yourself grace, a grace period. You have time. You got yeah. the rest of your life. <laughs> you really do. Trust trust us. We're in the middle of it, you know. Yeah. We're really only the start of it, but, you know, that's upsetting a little bit. No, I'm just <laughs> I mean, meet as many people as you can. For sure. For sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for having me. This is an incredible place. I'm excited to see you guys, ready to go get lunch and hang out with you guys. So. Too bad you're not here a little longer. You could see a match. I know. Well, we're actually going down to Charlotte to see Danny Fun. with some of my students to help install that field for that match Fun. with the CONCACAF yeah. Cup. So, yeah, Josh told me about it, and I was like, I'm sorry. I got to go. <laughs> He's like, well, you should say it next day, you know, that we have the match. I'm like. I'd love to, but I, I got to go. My summer is organized. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't want to be that guy, but I, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. No, that's okay. We'll have you again, of course. Yes, of Anytime. course, of course. Well, again, thanks. Thank you. This has been another episode of Tiger, Tiger Turf Talk. <laughs> the Turo Company is known for innovation. For example, the Real Master 5010H improves performance and productivity the industry's first and only real mower with a true hybrid drive system. Save up to 20% on fuel use while also lowering costs and lowering the vehicle's carbon imprint. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about this revolutionary mower and discover the power of sustainable and efficient grounds maintenance.